What up, all you beautiful Misfits and Rejects out there? Thank you for joining me for episode 125 of Misfits and Rejects. In today's episode, I sat down in Yangon, Myanmar with Alex Bertrand. He's a French animator living in Myanmar who is helping spread the message of pollution, plastic pollution to be specific, throughout Myanmar with his animation and short little uh, advertisements that he works with within the media company that he does his animation with. He also works with a group called Yangon Walls, where they go in between the buildings where many people throw their plastic waste out their windows that builds up over time quite high and helps through this project, Yangon Walls, clean it up, educate the people, and then put street art in between the buildings to make it a more pleasing, beautiful environment to pe for people to enjoy. It's a really cool episode because Alex is doing a lot of cool stuff in Myanmar, and it's just another cool example of how you can take a skill that you have and do it anywhere in the world, do it remotely in really cool places, and make a very good living for yourself doing what you love. He's a very artistic individual, always wanting to create new things, and talks about that in the episode, how important it is for him to be in a place long enough to really absorb the culture, see the people, and then create something that he feels is beautiful and representative of that culture. In fact, it's a dream of his to really get out there and describe a place through his visual art. So really cool episode. Please sit back, enjoy this episode with Alex Bertrand. If you haven't yet gotten a t-shirt, please head over to misfitsandrejects.com backslash shop and pick up a Misfits and Rejects t-shirt. It would mean the world to me. If you're a first time listener, please pull out your phone, hit the subscribe button. Please rate and comment on this episode when it's finished. That really helps me in the ratings on iTunes. And with that said, please sit back, enjoy this episode with Alex Bertrand. Welcome to Misfits and Rejects, a podcast about the lifestyle design of expatriates, travelers, entrepreneurs, and adventurers. I'm your host, Chapin Cruder. Enjoy. I didn't fit in America. With cocaine, there's just always too many guns and too many bad attitudes. I quit the limiting stories. Really try to overcome that fear. And right there, for any of your listeners, a lot of what I was to do in the rest of my life was formulated by the fact I just went and did it. Goddammit. Welcome to another episode of Misfits and Rejects. Today I'm sitting here in Yangon, another really interesting man. His name is Alex Bertrand. He is an animator here in Yangon, which I think is tremendously interesting and bizarre how he, how he came here to find this place um, and do what he does. So I thought I'd bring him on the show to just talk about his life and experiences here in Yangon. So Alex, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, it's nice of you to come on and, and just talk to us about you know what you do, how you got here, and, and just life in general. Because, I mean, this is, I think, a, a place that you've, you fell in love with when you first came. Um, you have, I think, uh, an affinity for the people and... Just like me, like just getting to go around this country in the last few months, but last month you only get 28 days. You know, you can really see how this place is changing so rapidly. And what did you fall in love with right when you came? I mean, the place is so is unique. Like, uh, I, I came here not to find work, just traveling. And there's, I don't know, even if it's it can be quite stressful, yet you always go back to this place, like feeling that there's there's a ambience there's a something something that is um the people that are so generous so happy and uh, the the i don't know no, <laughs> that's okay. a good question <laughs> though why because you've been here three years yeah you know so three years of 
because you obviously go back to France and see your family. Mm. And I know for myself, when I first got here, it's just like, we all have that kind of excitement, that rush. You know, yeah. I, I know you're a traveler, so I think we all get a little addicted mm -hmm. to that feeling. But then to settle here and make a life for yourself, like, that's a big decision. But you it's know, also so like when you travel, that's what we did first. Uh, I finished my studies um, in Canada and we decided with my girlfriend to, to travel in Asia. And after a while traveling, like it, you want to settle in one place and, and create something. It's like you feel most of the time when you're traveling that you don't have enough time to build something. So being in one place, taking the time to meet the people uh, more than a month, because uh, most of the time the visa are uh, no more than a month, is, uh, is also a completely different experience and it's allowing you to take the time to build something, to create, to, 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 to see places that you wouldn't go and see because most of the time when you travel, you do the, the like the path that everybody's doing more or less, even if you try And we try to do not everybody, what all the people are doing, but it's like it allows you to take the time to travel within the country, to, to, to build something in the place where you live. To really get a sense for the place. Yeah. I think it's interesting, though, what you say about wanting to build something. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, what, what is your desire to build when you do come to a place and, and think you might want to stay? Mm. It's uh, for me being um, a visual artist, a creative, is like to to take enough time to 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 get inspired, to feel the place, and to uh, to project something, to 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 be able to create something within the place. Rather than when you when you travel. You have so many emotion. You have so many pictures. You have so many. It's it's so fast. It's like being on a highway. But uh, staying in one place allows you to like kind of pause, take the time, and process what you're living, and try to, for me, put it on paper or, or photograph. But um, so you are a painter? Are you a drawer? Like, what is your medium for expressing this, these sorts of things? It's uh, um, photography and um, animation. So, but I like to I like to kind of play it all. <laughs> it's like I I, I I love doing painting. I love doing uh, sculpture. I love uh, as much as I. It's just it's just a medium of expression. Like. Uh, as long as I can be creative. And so then I guess my question would be more like, if you do find yourself, say, sitting in um, Bagan, a place mm -hmm. that we all, we all go because it's a tourist spot and it's mm -hmm. beautiful, and you want to spend some time to express yourself, are you going to jump on your computer and create a little animation? No. No. So no. how would you then, would you sit there and draw? Would you sit there and... Most of the time, my first step is uh, either photography, okay, like street photography, just a small camera hanging around and taking uh, candy shots, pictures, or sketching. Got it. No, no computer. Computer is when you stay in one place, you take the time to develop something, but no, when I'm traveling, sketching or photography. Why did you go to school in Canada if you were from Paris? Um, I did, after high school, I did one year in Paris, studied um, graphic design, and it was my kind of... Um, the 
the kind of age where you were dream, dreaming about the U.S., you had the, like the American dream of uh, like the campus uh, uh, watching um, only uh, American movies, and you have this kind of dream of go, going and studying in the U.S. Where, were, where would you want to go study if you... Well, you, you had all this image about UCLA, about okay. uh, all those big campus, or, like mm-hmm. big party, and you're like, wow, that's a... <laughs> it was a different time. Uh, and um, so studies are way too expensive, of course. So this time they had like... Um, um, uh, how can I say? Uh, like a partnership between France and Canada because it's a French picking in Quebec. And um, the the price of school for French people were way the same price than Canadian people to study in uh, in Quebec. So I went to Montreal, and I studied. Uh, I stayed five years in Montreal, um, doing uh, one year in fine arts and four years doing animation. Did you know you were going to choose animation prior to going? Uh, no, discovered there? not at all. Uh, as, I, as I said before, like animation is just a way of expression, but uh, I choose animation because a lot of artists I admire were, went through animation or were doing animation. Uh, of course, uh, was a lot inspired by all the all Disney movies or Miyazaki or even in Paris, we have a lot in Paris and France in general, we have a strong uh, animation community like uh, uh, the, the, one of the biggest schools called Les Gobelins, which create like that, they have a, their own kind of animation style that is different from the US and the Japanese. Um, so I was watching, I was inspired by uh, those people. Um, and it was combining many things that I like, like meaning illustration. So you had to create everything basically. So you start from a blank page. You have to create your characters. You have to create your environment. You have to tell a story, of course, so you have to write. Um, then everything is possible. You can stretch, squash, uh, express, uh, transform, morph. And after you have your animation, you have to work on the sound design. Uh, so it's like a, a full... It's combining cinema, it's combining drawing, it's combining writing. It's kind of a, the full uh, creative experience. <laughs> when you are like creating something just for your person, like like your personal sort of desire to create something animated, mm-hmm. what, what kind of characters or what kind of scene would you normally set? Like, what are you drawn to? Is it like a child's cartoon or is it like a adult Japanimation style style? Um, that's a good question. Um, I've always believe that it, it's a bad um, trial that people do to animation is like it's targeted towards uh, kids only like they say okay animation feel it's for kids um, and what I'm trying and what I'd like maybe to to go towards is like um, cartoon characters but in a more adult, environment or stories or you can you can um, not take people not take the public for a stupid uh, being stupid like most a lot of uh, movies now uh, is not doesn't really respect the public meaning is like there's like poor stories towards like uh, 
most of the time they say, ah, it's the, we have to show like this because they will not understand. And it's like taking time and place to, 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 to let the public think and not give it all. Right. I'm yeah, not make, clear, but <laughs> no, no, it makes total sense. You want to, you want to create something that makes people think challenges. Them, yeah, exactly. Rather than you just sit there and it's like, you don't it's just to like, give everything. Yeah. 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 It's, you, you want to yeah, create that. And it's of, something that's for me was kind of true with the first Disney movies. Uh, it was always challenging. The guy like created Fantasia, which is uh, Walt Disney. I mean, he, he combined classic music orchestra with like abstract animation after it's i think it's a fourth film like it did it, it did the first feature animation film and it's fourth film it was combining abstract animation for people that have never seen a long uh, feature and uh, feature animate animated film before and a classic orchestra so it was uh, creating something new uh, uh trying pushing the boundaries how many like subsets of animation are there? You know, like you, you mentioned the U.S. market for animation. Mm. You mentioned the Japanese. Mm. Um, I don't know any of this. Like I never even thought about that, that. That there's all these different kind of subsets, and how many are there? And, and um, I don't know if I can list them all. There's the for sure. There's the American kind of style. Even if there's different animation approach, like there is. 2D animation, there's 3D animation, there is a stop motion, um, there is a cutout animation, there's a lot of way to do animation, but there's the, like, American kind of animation, uh, Japanese, and, and European is growing more and more, but. Like Australia? Maybe, but uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not the mainstream yet. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, maybe, yeah, for when, sure. When you were obviously going through your university, what kind of aspirations did you have once you got out? I mean, I can't imagine that you're like, I'm going to move to Yangon and become an animator. No, for sure. Um, I was, I always loved to travel, and I just wanted to, you know, when you finish school and you say, okay, I'm, I'm going, I don't know what I want to do. I want to travel. Not to settle in one place and like, we'll see. That's what we did. And we ended up after our second country, <laughs> just staying there. Um, so it was not planned at all, but we give the space to allow us this surprise. That's beautiful, actually, because I think that a lot of people, I mean, even, you know, speaking to Julie prior to you, like mm. she was so set on becoming a doctor you know, and then life just kind of happened where it sounds like you didn't necessarily have that sort of intention of becoming the next big DreamWorks sort of animator working yeah. for a big corporation in America. Not but I mean, from, I don't know, I'm not a European, but from, I think many cultures perspective, mm -hmm. like they do expect somebody coming out of school to have a plan. <laughs> you yeah. know, it sounds like yeah, you didn't yeah, have a plan yeah. at no, all. No, not at all. Um, no, and still now. Um, I cannot say that I have a plan for the, this coming year, this coming five years. Um, it's just being happy doing what you do. Like as long as you, you, I'm happy creating something and, and, um, I mean, that's all I'm, that's all I need and it's all I'm 
asking, can you work remotely? Like, I know you have to go to work every day here, but mm-hmm. with your skill set, could you be living, say, in Africa and just having people send you the projects? Yeah, of course. There? But that's the the biggest uh, evolution from those past uh, those past years, like now as a creative, you're able to be anywhere in the world. And as long as you have an con- internet connection, you can send your work and work abroad. Like it's more easy to be freelance. Um, so yeah, that's a possibility, but still that's true that working with a team is also important. Like there's a lot of creative that works alone and that's good. Um, but it's also, nice experience to share and to work in team and develop something like being in the same room and talking to each other. Yeah. Let's talk about, you know, your present day Mm -hmm. nine to five, which is something that it sounds like you got an opportunity to basically come into a company and create your own branch, if Mm -hmm. you will. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, and how that all came to be. Um, so I knew people there when I arrived and already working in this media company. So it's a local Myanmar media company. Um, so they introduced me. Um, they knew my work because I studied with them at university. Um, and, uh, so I got in, into the media company. I was doing basically animation, motion design, graphic design, and, um, my uh, my role is like to to teach like to pass on the knowledge that i have to the myanmar people working in the company that don't have the opportunity or don't have the the school uh teaching those creative um this creativity in in myanmar so um i first i was working with some people but they specialize into 3d and specialize into uh, special effect which i'm not into so i realized there's a, a need for, for 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 creative people and 2d animation um so i by myself started my own department within the company and uh, it's been like few months now like six months uh, so it's a very small team. We're like uh, three people, including me. Um, now we're trying to recruit two more people, so getting to five. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like two. There's a lot of people passionate about animation and about uh, trying to be creative in this country. They don't have the opportunity because there's no school uh, teaching this. And what's fascinating is like. Uh, from the interview that I, uh, that I run, people, they learn by themselves everything. And they work hard by themselves going on YouTube or internet or, um, just learning, watching video, uh, taking online class. Um, and because they, there's no school there, they do by themselves. And, um, it's like just opening a door. It's like they, they develop the skill set by themselves. So I'm helping them develop it and grow. De- developing this also, but right. I'm just here to bring my own perspective, mm-hmm. my own. Um, so it's just uh, opening a door to uh, a different inspiration, different, uh, uh, different way of doing stuff and uh, growing together. That's great. You know, what kind of projects, I mean, are you working on? Because are you, are you developing these animations in the uh, Myanmar language? 
Ah. Yeah. So the first uh, um, the first work we completed, uh, we finished it last week, and it's a short film uh, um, trying to uh, spread the awareness about uh, plastic pollution. So basically, it's like a four minutes video, in fully in animation, um, trying to yeah spread the awareness about the the plastic consumption and the problematic of uh, using plastic. So, and that'll be like broadcasted on a, a major national. Yeah. Television. So now it's broadca- broadcasted on television. It's on social media also, and um, yeah, the idea is trying to be entertaining like being fun and play with this topic rather than being like uh, um, explaining you have to do this, you have to do that, mm-hmm. be like this, be like that. Mm-hmm. It's not the point. It's trying to, 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 to use the cartoon and use the animation to be entertaining, fun, and, to, and be educating. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good segue into like you have another passion project. It's called Young Gone Walls. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know the, the plastic pollution in general here is a huge problem. Can you tell the audience a little bit about what that project is and how it works and, and why the motivation behind it. Cause you explained it to me last time I met you. Yeah. Just like people throwing these plastic in between buildings that builds up. Can you explain that? Um, so we're working with an association called Doane, uh, that is, uh, that is, uh, locally working in Yangon. And, um, what they do basically is like they, they clean the back alley of Yangon. So you have back alley in between building here that are full of trash. And let's let's like give the audience a good perspective. When you say full of trash, you mean it goes like 10, 20 meters high? Uh, it goes above your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, beca- why? Because there is no uh, cleaning service or trash service or people picking up or uh, the, um, the trash. So what they do, they just throw out of the window. Um, so basically, they just clean they clean the street, and we come. To help them to bring artists and to paint the wall. Um, so what we do is like we try to connect artists and to um, expand and develop um, street art, uh, artistic expression uh, in Myanmar. So we te- what we do we do like we teach young artists who want to learn so or wants to paint in the street and get part of the project. So it's not only reserved for artists; it's all, also for everybody who wants to learn art and and try to express themselves and also for uh, experienced artists to give them the free canvas being able to paint and to express themselves that's really cool are you also um, painting on the walls as well so you have your own murals up yeah with that throughout the city exactly that's pretty cool (laughs) I did my first mural uh, uh, yeah last year and uh, it's fun. Well, it's fun, man. Uh, first time painting uh, like a large uh, scale. Uh, it changed from your uh, your computer. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, what a cool project. I think that it's such an interesting way because I've heard someone describe animation as, or yeah, cartoons, animation, everyone describe it, that adults will suspend disbelief when there's animation presented there. I mean, we all know that it's not real, but somehow our minds are willing to forget that and we will watch it and, and internalize it as if it was real. Mm-hmm. And that's super fascinating psychologically to me. So the fact that you're taking this animation and creating a message about, Hey, this is a huge problem. 
I can't, or I can't imagine that it's going to work really well. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you have any way of like statistically like learning if it is taking effect? Um, Except for maybe it gets cleaner outside. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be the real impact. I hope. Uh, in terms of numbers, no. I know it's broadcasted uh, across the country. Uh, so the media company is like a major one here in the country. So, um, so it's all over the country on TV in between programs and online. We're now like 96,000 views, something like this. That's awesome. Congratulations. You've been here three years. Yeah. Um, you've been working at this company for three years more or less. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, I mean, what, what do you see coming? I know you, you travel, you live very open, but do you foresee any changes in the future? Or is this going to be? Do you, do you think you're going to try to maybe branch off and start your own thing completely? I know you have your own mm. branch within the company, but yeah. um, what's your dreams? What's your vision? what's my dream? What's my vision? Um, that's that's a good question. Um, I'd like to. Um, I have this personal project I've been run that's been in in the back of my head for uh, quite a while. Um, and it's always the same. It's kind of the same with Young and Walls also. It's like to connect people, trying to connect artists and create something out of this. So um, one of my goals is like to, to, to create something like a, either a print or online media, um, telling about the culture of a country through an art artistic perspective. Um, so for say, for example, talking about Myanmar, people that is, that don't know Myanmar or people that know Myanmar, learning about the, 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 the local culture or the, the, the current, uh, problems or the current, what's happening in the country at this time, um, through an artistic perspective. So meaning through f photographer's work, through, um, uh, illustrator, painter, graphic designer, poets, uh, trying to understand a country and through a different uh, window, meaning not uh, not like how many people live in the country, uh, not the facts really, but the people that create. So that's that's a project that um that's always been in the back of my head that I want to give more time now to to work on. Um so I want to give give me the space to do this. So I'll see. I don't know I don't know how long I'm going to stay in Myanmar. Where to next if you don't stay? What is next if you I know, don't stay? No, where to? Like where would you go if you I know you love to travel so yeah. and you can take your 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 skill set anywhere and make money. So if you had the opportunity to go somewhere tomorrow. I said, here's a plane ticket. Where do you want to go? Um, first, um, there's a, maybe going back kind of more towards Europe uh, because we are like 27. It's been almost 10 years I've left like home. Mm -hmm. And it's quite a time that you, you see your parents like once a year and you see them getting old more and more and and you want to spend maybe a little more time with your family so why not going going back to europe or just move elsewhere like that another country that i don't that i don't know right 
And I'm okay not having the answer, like saying, okay, I see myself in one year, this place, I'm sure I'm going to do this and this and this. And I'm fine not knowing. And just as soon, as long as I'm happy now that I'm um, developing the project I want to develop, and as soon as I will see that, okay, I've done my time, I've taught what I was able to taught, I, um, I mean, we will move and we'll just either go back to, to, to Europe or, um, or just go into travel and see, okay, what opportunity we have somewhere or what we want to say or create elsewhere. And so I'm fine not knowing where. That's I'm beautiful. Be. It's a unique headspace, I think, to be in and be successful. You know, you are somebody who is capable of being very, um, casual. And then making a life for yourself, very good for life for yourself. I mean, you have a beautiful apartment here. <laughs> like, it's not like you're um, living in a hostel, you know. So, I think uh, living three years in a hostel can be, can be a, like, a little long. It is, but you have enough ingenuity and creativity to figure out how to make it work yeah, under certain circumstances. That I think a lot of people get very uncomfortable. They don't know, like they they like that structure. But I think it's important whenever you are somewhere to, at least for me, I know there's a lot of people that don't need this, but to have a, like a space that you feel comfortable within. Um, meaning having like a, everybody needs his, like his bubble of security, like having a space that you feel even, it's even more true with creative people because they, they need a space that feed themselves, that feed their creativity, that feed the, uh, feed their uh, imagination. So it's it's really important to be in in an environment that is um, that motivates you, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I love it to be here. Is like it's so different from my original and my personal culture uh, that. Every day as a new story, every day I see something or I live something and I experience something that I wouldn't have imagined or guessed or, and I'm, every day I'm surprised. So, I mean, what do I need more than being surprised every day? <laughs> That's beautifully said, my friend. We could pretty much end it there, but I, I always like to ask every guest this question. If somebody was listening to this mm-hmm. and they have aspirations to get out in the world or do what you do in another country, yeah. what would you say to them? How could they take that first step? Just if you feel that you want to go or if you feel something, just try. You have nothing to lose trying. You can always go back to your original state, original. Like if you just try, do it and you'll see it can work out or not. But at least you will learn something. Beautifully said. Before we go, if people want to see the, the wall art, um, yeah. they can just go to uh, Young on Walls. Yeah. Um, I'll put it in the show notes, so it's, but it, that's where they'll go. Is it on Instagram or is it just on the website? It's on Instagram. It's on Facebook. Um, yeah, Instagram and Facebook mainly. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, brother, for your time. Thank you, man. Great talking to you. Awesome, Alex. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. I really appreciate you coming on, sharing your experiences on the road, living in Yangon, Myanmar, and the different things you're doing you know, for the country and the place that you live and love. It really means a lot, I know, to the people in the place to really spread the message of plastic pollution, help their environment get a little cleaner, a little bit more livable, and a little bit more 
colorful with all the beautiful art that's going up on the walls from the local painters and artists that you're involving this project. So hats off to you. That's really cool for what you're doing. Remember, if you're a first-time listener, please pull out your phone, hit the subscribe button. If you like this episode, please rate it, comment on it. That really helps me in iTunes. If you haven't yet gotten a t-shirt, a Misfits and Rejects t-shirt, please head over to misfitsandrejects.com backslash shop and pick one up. It would mean the world to me. And please remember, I think you all are so very beautiful. I hope you're out there starting to design the life that you want, or maybe you have been designing it for a long time. If you have been designing it for a long time and you're really proud of your accomplishments, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at chapin at misfitsandrejects.com. I'd love to get you on the show, hear your story, and let's try to inspire a few more people to maybe take that first step out into the world or out towards a dream that they've always dreamed of to design that life that they've always wanted. I look forward to seeing the next episode. There's a lot more cool episodes to come. I spent a lot of time traveling throughout Asia and and picking up a lot of great stories of people in Vietnam and all over. So look forward to seeing the next episode. Thank you for listening. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Misfits and Rejects. I hope this inspires you to think about your life situation, where you're at, and possibly make a big decision to choose something different for yourself if you're unhappy with where you're at in life. I hope these people that I interview inspire you to go out and spread your wings and try something new, to live a different lifestyle that maybe your whole life people were telling you was the wrong one, but when in fact it's the perfect one for you. And I'll see you next time.